0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Things Considered. It is really, really hot these days. Like, I can't even fathom how hot it is. I can't believe how hot it is, literally. It's currently... Um, 10 minutes past 1 a.m. in the morning whilst I'm recording this. I planned on recording this earlier, but it was so hot that I fell asleep. And I didn't plan on falling asleep, but I did. But anyways, that's besides the point. Today, we're going to be talking about the internalized male gaze. And we're also going to be touching upon the female gaze, too. Now, the male gaze is like media and art and literature that is to- that is catered towards like the desires of men, what men would like to see, you know. And alternatively, the female gaze is the opposite of that. So it's basically, well, it's not, in, in, in actual fact, it's not exactly the opposite, but it's its counterpart. It's like, Literature, art, entertainment that is catered towards what women would like to see, you know. So the male gaze is like, for example, you guys know Miss Incredible from The Incredibles. And she has this body that's damn. You know, like she has a really, really slim waist and she has thick thighs and like huge breasts and a huge ass. That's the male gaze. Men would like to see that on their screens. And then there's these um, superheroes that wear really impractical outfits. Like, for example, which example can I have? Wonder Woman, for example. I wouldn't want to fight crime in that skimpy outfit. It's like a really short shirt skirt, and I think there's a crop top also in there. Let me actually Google Wonder Woman's outfit if the Wi-Fi would work. Yep, there it is. Yeah, like she wears this like really skimpy... It's, Actually it looks like a bathing suit honestly, it looks like a swimsuit. And then there's also Catwoman. Catwoman's superhero outfit is also like a reflection of the male gaze. Well, maybe this one's more of a reflection on the female gaze, honestly speaking. Cause yeah, her body is, you know, but I think this would be a little bit more towards the female gaze because she looks really cool. I think she looks really cool anyways. And then, like I said, the female gaze is, like, those that are catered towards females, you know. And another example of the male gaze is that, or the internalized male gaze, is that women constantly feel they need to be put together. They constantly feel the need to look beautiful, look pretty all the time. An example of this in my own life was uh, a couple of days ago on the weekend, and I hope my mom's not listening to this. These boys came to my house unannounced. Like, I didn't know they were coming. And that day was one of those days where, you know, when... You know when you're not having a good day? So what I normally do is that when I don't feel good, I like to at least look good. Because if I look good, it somehow makes me feel a little bit better because it, like, boosts my mood. It's like, okay, I'm sad, but at least I look cute, you know. And I think I was sad simply because I was hormonal. um, I was on my period, so my mood swings were really bad. But anyways, that was the day where I decided to look cute. So I took a shower and I combed out my hair and I did my mascara and I put on a backless top and I looked cute. And then these guys showed up in my house unannounced. And, you know, they literally just knocked on my door. They didn't even say who they were. But and then I opened my door and I realized, oh, my gosh, it's these cute boys that I know. And then... I was actually really glad that that was one of those days that I actually decided to look good because if you show up at my house unannounced on any other day, any other day, I don't look like that. Like I don't sit around my house in a in a backless top and mascara and my hair done on the weekends and I'm not going anywhere because it's like why? You know, like, I'm just home. Like, I don't feel the need to look good. And it made me realize that this is the internal make is because I'm actually not really being true to myself. And I hope these guys don't think that that's how I look, even when I'm at home. Because when I tell you guys I was dressed good enough to actually go out to the mall, that's how, like, put together I decided to become because I was upset. And, you know, then it sets this, like, unrealistic thing of, like, damn, does this girl, like, look put together, even when she's at home, just, like, sitting at home, like, she gets all dressed up and shit? And it's like, no, like, no, that's not how it actually is, and that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, can we normalize not looking put together all the time? And can we normalize, like... Being ugly, you know what I mean? Can be just normalized that sometimes? Because I think that it is so much pressure for us to want to look good all the time. And the thing about the internalized male gaze is that... And the pressure of looking good all the time is that with females... And there's actually some sort of a scientific reason about this. I watched a video on it yesterday... Is that when females try to look good, it's usually, let me not say usually, but sometimes, you know, like they say, like dressing up for the internalized, for the male gaze is to compete with other girls and try and impress guys, you know. But then on the other side of the coin, when a guy dresses, yeah, of course they did want to like girls to think they look nice but that's not like one of the core reasons why they're dressing the way that they are you know what i mean do do you get what i'm trying to get at here it's like us as girls like and i and i was talking to my best friend about this the other day it's like it's kind of really frustrating being a girl because as girls when you go out it's always okay Who's, this, who's dressed the best because the best dressed is probably going to get the most attention from guys and it's not something that's said explicitly but it's like this implicit competition that we all have with each other and if you're listening to this and you're like no that's not be honest with yourself be honest with yourself it's okay You know, and I'm saying it's okay because this is how society has conditioned us. This is literally how we've been conditioned as females to kind of try and like compete with each other. And females, girls, I heard saying females is bad. I'm sorry, but I mean, we are females, but girls in society are literally just put against each other. That's how it is. Another example of this in, you know, who's dressed the best as girls in society and how it's put against each other it's that trend and of the trend or who wore it best i think that's the best example i can give it to you that who wore it best thing and it's if you realize it it's never with guys it's never ever with guys of who wore this the best because the thing is when a guy goes out to like a formal event most of them just wear a black suit and a tie You know what I mean? But with girls, it's like when you go out, there's a variety of options to wear. And God forbid you're wearing the same dress as another woman. And if you are wearing the same dress as another woman, it's always who wore it best, you know? But with guys, if they're all wearing the same bland black suit and tie, it's never who wore it best. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about that Hmm? so anyways like i was saying that's the male gaze trying to look good all the time and just these like really skimpy outfits that you wear for the viewing pleasure of men and then now the internalized male gaze is when like like I said, it's internalized and I don't blame anybody for this. And I feel like like, almost every girl has it and thinks this way about you dressing up for the viewing pleasure of men, like I said. And you always want to wear the skimpiest outfit. And there's nothing wrong with that, honestly. Those are the outfits that I like. Those are the outfits that I enjoy wearing. But then sometimes you tend to think, it's like, okay, why am I wearing this? Why am I wearing these booty shorts and this crop top? Is it because I genuinely like them and I like how I look in them? Or is it because I know that if I wear this outfit, the chances of me getting attention from a guy is higher? You get what I mean? And then it also comes back to stuff like shaving. Shaving you know, like shaving, always trying to make sure that you have no hair on your body. I didn't really used to shave till quite recently. And quite recently, I think two years ago, that's kind of when I started shaving, even though I reached puberty way earlier than that, I was an early bloomer. But anyways, that's another, like, idea of the internalized male gaze, because there's this preconceived notion that like men don't like body hair like it's it's gross to them it's disgusting so then you think about it and you think okay why am I shaving am I shaving simply because I like the way that I look when I shave and I like the way that I feel when I shave or am I shaving because I know that like guys think it's disgusting and guys don't like body hair so I know that if I shave I'm gonna look more feminine and more attractive to men You know, and then on the other hand, the female gaze is not entirely a direct opposite of the male gaze, if I would say, even though we'd like to think that. But the female gaze is wearing clothes that are, or literature, art, entertainment that's catered towards the viewing pleasure of women, and the ideal man from the female gaze shockingly enough guys it's not a guy that is like super jacked up and built and, and and all of that that all of that stuff in like gyms five days a week like that's not really how it is the ideal man from the female gaze is one that's that sweet and kind and charming and attractive but doesn't really know it And a guy that low-key has a dad bod, not, like, a full, full full-on dad bod, but has a bit more, like, softer features to him, you know what I mean? And in this video that I actually watched, it was talking about how, like, um, it was explaining the the male and female gaze in the sense that females tend, or women, you know, I feel, I don't, really feel bad saying females but I feel like somebody said saying females is um is not good it's offensive even though we are females anyways like I was saying women tend to prioritize um status and resources and finding a romantic partner whereas males or men tend to prioritize physical attractiveness And it comes back to the female gaze because women tend to like men that are a bit more, like, established. And, of course, even though physical attractiveness is a factor, it's not really a huge deal, you know. And I think that made a lot of sense because I do be seeing the prettiest girls with the ugliest looking guys. And I'd be like, it's probably the money. It's probably his personality. Let me not be a bitch. It's probably his personality too. But it just goes to show that because women prioritize status and resources, men are always on the grind. And because men prioritize physical attractiveness, women always feel the need to to be put together. And they put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into the way that they look. You know, and I feel like both the male and the female gaze are a bit toxic. The male gaze being a bit more toxic, I think, because I feel like the female gaze is a bit more accommodative. Is that how I say it? Accommodative, no. Accommodative, yeah. It's a bit more accommodative because... Guys would think that women like men that are, you know, very like built and six pack abs and all that stuff. When in reality, that's not how we really like our men, and we honestly don't really care if you have a six pack or not. I'm gonna be honest with you, we don't really care. And for me personally, I find a guy that is super jacked up and built quite scary. I'm sorry. Don't judge me. I find him quite scary. And in the video that I watched, I think they did like a researcher survey or something like that. And women tend to uh, attach men that look like that to being like disloyal and promiscuous and all of that stuff. Like you would rather marry the guy with the dad bod over the guy that's a bit more like jacked up and built. You know what I mean? But anyways, like I was saying, the way, this is kind of like a tricky topic because you would think, okay, um, let me combat the male gaze by doing the exact opposite, which you think is the female gaze. But the thing is, if you're dressing trying to if you're actively trying to dress in a way to oppose the male gaze it still sort of is giving attention to the male gaze you know what i mean like if you decide okay i don't want to dress for the male gaze and i don't want to wear skimpy outfits so i'm gonna wear more outfits that are on the baggier side and outfits that are more you know loose and like a little bit i don't know you are still actively giving attention to the male gaze and dressing oppositely to the male gaze. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I think the male and the female gaze is very insightful. It's very insightful in the sense that it is very interesting to see what men think women want and what women think men want, you know? And I feel like women tend to be a bit more accurate on what they think men do want. But men tend to lose the plot a bit, you know. And I feel like the way our generation is going, there is a lot more of a market for men that are a bit more feminine and men that are a bit more on the softer side, you know what I mean? Men that don't really have, like, chiseled jawlines and, like, Six packs and stuff like that. Like, let's look at our favorite heartthrobs. People like Timothy Chalamet and Sean Mendez, and you know, those guys that we all like really swoon over. It's guys that are not very built and jacked up. You know what I mean? Guys that are sweet. And sing about their feelings and, you know, admit to being upset over girls and stuff like that. And, oh, even in the video that I was watching, it was talking about Justin Bieber back in his um, teen heartthrob era. About how Justin Bieber was such a big thing for teenage girls because he showed he was, like, catered towards the female gaze, literally, because he was seen as this sweet boy and marketed as, as your perfect boyfriend because he would sing about girls and, like, being upset about them breaking up and, you know, talking about how he'd give them the world and stuff like that, you know, and that's literally what women want. That's what teenage girls want. But you wouldn't see... um a girl really swooning over somebody like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a male that is seen as the ideal male by other men. Like he is an example of the male gaze in terms of other men, you know, because he's really ripped and jacked up. But from the female side, somebody like Dwayne The Rock Johnson is... Not really your ideal guy because he doesn't represent or he doesn't show traits of that he would be loyal to you in a relationship and he would be open to you about his feelings and be the kind of guy that would cry in your lap, you know. So, anyways, that's that on the male and female gaze. And I know I may not have said a lot, honestly. And I think that the way that we as females, as women, can combat the male gaze is normalizing not looking good all the time, you know? And pause for a second. When you're about to do something and think to yourself, Am I doing this for myself, or am I doing this for the validation of men? Am I doing this because I think a guy would like this? And I'm not trying to shame any girl because we all have the internalized male gaze. We literally all have it internalized. You know what I mean? I even do myself. Sometimes when I go out in an outfit, I know this is an outfit that's gonna draw a bit more attention to me, from the opposite gender. You know, but. I think that's how it is. We should normalize not looking good all the time because you're not going to look good all the time. That's just unrealistic. It's very unrealistic and it's very problematic for women to always be expected to look good all the time. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode. This one was just my thoughts and my opinions and the sharing a bit more on the male gaze and the female gaze because I actually didn't really know about the female gaze till when I started watching videos that got recommended on my YouTube. And then I was like, the female gaze is a thing because I only thought about the male gaze. So, yeah, thank you guys for... Listening to this podcast episode, if you enjoyed it, rate it on whatever platform it is you're listening to, and follow the podcast at All Things Podcast Official on Instagram and DM me anything you'd like to DM me. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.